The college experience Michigan State at Duke preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big. Use the promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to the college experience, Michigan State Spartans at Duke Blue Devils College Basketball Preview. My name is Colby Swingin' Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dun D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And I'm joined by uh, the Blue Devil. The Blue Devil, uh, <laughs> I don't know, the uh, Christian Leitner uh, game winning. Uh, I'm fucking up here, man. Let's just give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road a living, the free lock given, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's going on, man? How we doing today? You got to work on your freestyle, there, buddy. Buddy, I was trying to think of like who I was almost called you Eric Meek. But then I was like, I was, nobody knows who Eric Meek I is. I know no one knows who Eric Meek is. So I was like, I don't. I, who, who else is hilarious from Old Duke? I mean, Allah Abdunabi. He was a baller. Um, I don't know. That's going way back though. That's going before. I mean, come on. That's like before I started watching Duke. That's eighties. That's no, he, late eighties. Wasn't he was on that team that lost to UNLV? Wasn't he? Uh, yeah, he might have bleeded into the early nineties, but that was still that's kind of before our time. No, I remember watching that. That's what made me, you know, you were a Duke fan. That's what made me dislike Duke. <laughs> That's what made me. I love my, my childhood goes back to that game. And then uh, Notre Dame, Colorado. Um, but uh, anyway, okay. You got the, this is uh, the college football. And co- I mean, the college basketball lineup is just unbelievably good for, uh, for this Tuesday. We got uh a breakdown. We got by the college experience is going to cover you all and all this. We got Oklahoma state Marquette. We got Indiana, Texas, and then you got the two gigantic games in Michigan state at Duke and also Kentucky against Kansas. There's also other good games out there too, but we're going to preview all of those on the college experience. So make sure you check out all the previews, the right, the right place to bet. And me and Nick, you know, we've started out this season red hot on our locks and Patty C as well. So Make sure you check out the picks. If you're a first time listener, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. We release a spreadsheet over at sports and we also tweet these things out 
uh, handicapping every game and we've done it for, f- this is going to about four years now. And we've been over 500 picking every game each season locks included way over 500. And this year's no different with the locks. I mean, we're over 500 also on the picks, but I'm saying with locks, it, it we, we're starting out red hot, red hot. My Eastern Kentucky colonels just covered that big line. Actually almost won the game out right at, at Xavier lost in overtime. So, uh, let's, let's dive into this. All right. You got the blue devils kind of untested. They played Juan Dixon's cop and state squad one by what? 10. Was it 10 points? Yeah. Not quite the performance, you know, the opening uh, season performance that you would like to see at home against a severely outmatched outman team. But this is college basketball in 2020 or 2021. You know, uh, these teams with high turnover and lots of young freshmen, they're going to be tested by these mid major, low major programs. Um, you know, and that's exactly what happened here. I think it was a six point game with maybe like three minutes left or something. I mean, Duke finally, you know, pulled away a little bit. Uh, but yeah, they were fortunate enough. You know, they were fortunate to get out of there with a victory and competition is going to only increase from here. Cause Michigan state's looking pretty good this year. Uh, yeah, we saw what we saw Richmond who I know you're bullish on this year and I'm, and I, I like them as well, but I'm saying, I know you, specifically you had them to win the a 10. They won at Kentucky and uh, yeah. So th- that's why I think the mid majors and, and I think it's more important for them because they don't have as many games at a conference. So but and let's talk about the lack of fans. I mean, that is huge at Duke. That is huge at Cameron. A lot of these yeah. mid-majors when they come into yeah. Duke, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. that's got to be worth a handful of points at least right there. So without fans there, Cameron Indoor Stadium is is kind of like a nice small little cozy gym which is easy to shoot at, you know. Uh so that, that that's a major disadvantage right there and Michigan State could take advantage of that. I would imagine that is why Tom Izzo agreed to play this game in Durham cuz usually these two games, you know, uh, uh I forget what it's called, the um yeah, it's something like Atlantic City or you know. Madison Square Garden or something. Yeah. Yeah, they always play these games at a neutral site, but I mean, without any fans, pretty much every site is neutral. Uh, but I mean, hey, I think this should be a great game here. I'm looking forward to it big time. Now, now, uh, you look at the first game here, and Duke's got. I mean, can we just talk about? I know DJ Stewart's the guy here, but Jalen Johnson, 19 points, 19 boards, five assists, four blocks. He did have seven turnovers though, but <laughs> now that take that number with a grain of salt, because he was charged with a couple of turnovers where, you know, the perimeter players were trying to get him the ball down low and put him in bad positions. Uh, yeah. So that seven turnovers really, and some of those turnovers really should have been charged to some of the guards there. So I think his turnover total was more like three or four, which is still a lot, but for a freshman playing his first game, that's not too crazy well, it, it, So take that seven with the grain of salt. Well, just 19, 19 and five and four blocks. Jeez. And he went eight from eight for the field one for one for from three and two for two from the free throw line. So he didn't miss a shot. So yeah. yeah. Hey, pretty nice first game. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, uh, obviously DJ Stewart led the team in, in points with 24 points per game, uh, 24 points in that game. Uh, so I guess he's averaging 24 points per game. So I'm still accurate, but nine points uh, or nine rebounds, one block, one steal as well. Uh, Came off the bench too. Kind of wow. surprisingly, you know, Duke, uh, Duke elected to start some of their upperclassmen 
uh, in uh, Goldwire and Baker, and they were struggling, especially offensively. And that's when they injected Roach there. And uh, really nice game um, for I'm uh, oh, sorry, Stewart, Stewart and Roach. Roach is the other freshman guard. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, really nice games for Stewart and Johnson to start things off. But really, if you're looking at this Coppin State game, it's the turnovers. You know, Duke had 22 total turnovers. Uh, compared to only, I think 12 by Coppin state. And a lot of these turnovers weren't even forced Coppin state kind of plays a conservative packet in defense. It's not aggressive. It's not a defense that usually causes a lot of turnovers. So you expect, uh, you know, the first game to be kind of sloppy with a bunch of new guys, but they better work on those turnovers quickly because if they, if, if there's that such a great of a disparity against Michigan state, they will lose tomorrow night or whenever you're listening to it on, on Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, well, and you, 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 Michigan state has a little bit of an advantage here because they've played Notre Dame. You know, we saw them play. I mean, they played Eastern Michigan and Notre Dame, but Notre Dame was, was the big game. So they've been a little bit more tested than Duke as far as playing, you know, on that, on that level of competition, but Hey, maybe Coppin state finds himself in the tournament this year. I know they're Juan Dixon's doing a good job with them. So uh, the, the other one, one more stat from the Duke game. Also uh, Duke had total Duke committed 19 total fouls, Coppin state only 12. And that number really stood out because usually it's the opposite of in, in Duke games. Once again, Coppin state is a very experienced older team and they played, they, they almost played five guards at, at certain times in this game. They really played small ball but you can't lose the turnover battle that badly. And you can't lose the foul battle that badly if you're going to beat a good team like Michigan state. So those are two big things to keep an eye on. If Duke's going to win this game. Yeah. And uh, now, now we, we look at, uh, by the way, just, just to, to close out with Duke, uh, Wendell Moore, uh, he had 13 points, four boards. Also Matthew hurt 12.7 boards. Uh, Moore also had, three turnovers. So to add into the, some of that, uh, that and, massive yeah, turnovers. Yeah. And funny you mentioned both those guys, cause those are the, the two sophomores and they both played, I would say below average games against Coppin state. Uh, if Duke is going to win this game again, they need one of the sophomores to play better. Uh, both of those guys were, were below 50% from the field. They had turnovers. They had fouls. Uh, they neither hit a three. So uh, if Duke is going to win, they need one of those guys to step up and have a better game than their first. Yeah. And uh, now, now we break down, uh, we break down the Spartans and Tom Izzo squad, obviously breaking in rocket Watts at the point uh, after uh, Cassius Winston left. Now you look at the first game and it was all Joey Hauser. You might remember Joey Hauser. He was a uh, Marquette transfer him and his brothers at uh, Virginia. Both have already been contributing pretty well to these other, other schools, but uh, Joey Hauser averaging 12 and a half points a game, 12 and a half boards. Wow. And, uh, and three assists. There were only two games in, but those are still solid numbers. Then you got the, uh, the other forwards of Gabe Brown and Aaron Henry, which have been contributing, you know, big time for, for the Spartans. And then the guard play of foster lawyer, uh, just shy of 12 points a game and uh, Joshua Langford and then rocket Watts. So what really scares you or stands out to you about this Michigan state team? 
Well, it's funny that you mentioned Watts as the first guy because he's actually been splitting time at the point with Lawyer. They both average about 21 minutes per game. And, you know, coming into this season, I was a big Rocket Watts fan. In his freshman year last year, towards the end, he was really coming on. And it seemed like he's kind of had a slow start to this year. He's actually, you know, lost minutes to Lawyer. And, you know, Lawyer is, uh, Watts is the superior basketball player. Uh, you know, as far as talent, as far as athleticism, as far as future, but uh, for whatever reason, he hasn't been playing as, as well as I thought he would here. And he's actually been losing some minutes to lawyers. So, uh, but the key to this game might be rocket Watts because if Michigan, if Michigan state is going to be their best self, they need him to be playing big minutes. He can be a lockdown defender and he can be explosive offensively. So I'm not quite sure what's going on early in the season there. Um, you know, they've been able to win both these games so far, you know, pretty easily, but Notre Dame is a middle of the road, maybe, you know, towards the back of the ACC type team and Eastern Michigan as I think is, you know, pretty average in the Mac. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. Houser and Henry in the front court, they're a load to deal with. They're, they're very versatile. Um, this isn't the, the typical Michigan state, you know, with like, <laughs> three or four meatheads, these big dudes that are just going to pound the boards and beat there's, you up there's inside. There's no Jamie Fikes on this team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adrian Payne, remember that dude? He's I a do. man. I do. Uh, but yeah, so those two forwards, uh, they're versatile. Uh, they can, you know, take you down low. They can get boards, but but they they can also step out and extend you, you know, beyond that three point line. So they're, you know, they're Michigan State's a, a balanced team here. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough game. I, I thought Michigan state might be favored before I saw the lion. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? I mean, I thought they would be too. And especially when you take out fans out of the equation, I think it's a, it doesn't matter where they play this game. It could be on the moon. Um, uh, but I would, I do want to throw in that Watts, even though playing less minutes, still the leader, uh, assist wise. Well, I mean, actually Aaron Henry, the forward, but it's for the, for the guard spot, he's their leading passer still, even with that. I think that kind of speaks to to perhaps what you were saying with being a key player on this team and perhaps moving the ball around. Well, you know, but he did start that game against Eastern Michigan. I mentioned he he only scored two points on one of six shooting. You know, <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly what is going on with with Rocket Watts, but we I guess we've already discussed that. So, what do you think? It, you're seeing Duke minus four now. Is that where it's at? Uh, it's. I mean, it's bouncing around between three and a half and four and a half. I mean, I'm actually seeing at the moment more four and a halves than I am anything. I'm seeing. Three. I saw. I saw it open at three and a half, and so it's, if anything, it's going in Duke's favor. But you know, most of the public is usually on Duke here. I think. Yeah, Westgate's got it at four and a half. Circa Sports. Shout out to Circa, uh, for friends of the program. They're at, they have it at four. So I, I was pretty shocked at that. I, I think, I think that's almost like what we, we always talk about of the Cowboys or Notre Dame. They get that extra couple extra points. Yeah. yeah. So my play here all day is to take the Spartans here. And I, I would say if you're going to bet it, do you even think about betting the money line? You know, in basketball, when it's only three points, you, you know, that can be a couple of free throws late. You know, I don't like taking a dog that I don't think can win to cover only three or four points. You know, in, in football, sometimes if it's more than a field goal and you expect a close game, you might go with the dog. Um, but you know, I, yeah, I think if you're going to take Michigan State, 
you might as well take a money line. Yeah. Now, one last stat we haven't said is Coach K is twelve and two all time versus Coach Izzo. That is that does that factor into the equation at all? Sure. Sure. And I bet you maybe he didn't want to give Michigan State much and you know, maybe against Coppin State they uh kept it very vanilla. You know what I mean? As far as offensive sets and defensive uh sets and stuff. So perhaps he, you know, he knew this game was on the schedule. So yeah, that definitely factors in. But even with that said, okay, then just take the four and a half. How about that? <laughs> well, if I was a neutral party here, which I'm not, cause I'm a Duke fan. If I was a neutral person, handicapper, just looking at this game, I would probably take the points of Michigan state, but I'm not, I'm a Duke fan. So you goddamn right. I'm going Duke here, <laughs> lay the points. Give me my blue devils. That's what I, I knew it. I knew it. There's the Eric Meek in them. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, look, I'm excited to watch this one. It's a money lineup. You heard my opinion of taking uh, the Spartans plus the points and sprinkle some on the money line. If you, if you're that courageous or uh, NC Nick, who's a Homer go with the, uh, the blue devils. They're excited to watch this matchup. If you're a first time listener to the college experience, like I said, we handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game, release a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. Check that out. We don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. So uh, all I really hope that you can do is, is find some kindness in your heart and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, get over there and say some, not only a five star, but say something nice in the five star review. If you can, uh, oftentimes sponsors have told us, you know, like I said, we've been doing this four years. Oftentimes sponsors have told us that's how they, they, uh, choose that, you know, where to throw their money. Essentially. They want to see fans engaged and talking about the podcast. So if you get over there, leave us some nice comments, we'd appreciate it. And if you do to show our appreciation, take a screenshot on your phone, tag and, and, and tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. And, uh, I will enter you in a David Stern, like rigged, um, uh, raffle to win a college experience t-shirt. Yeah. So it might just, you'll get a t-shirt. It just might take one, two, three weeks, something like that. But, uh, yeah, do that. And, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D send it over there. And then NC Nick, who you're hearing here, writes a lot of great articles over at uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Also does a DFS podcast with me. Come play DraftKings with us, college basketball and college football. Uh, NC Nick orchestrates that. We normally put it up on Twitter. We also put it up in the Slack. If you have the Slack app, get the Slack app, check out sports gambling podcast, a lot of up-to-date betting. And, and we just have a big DGen community in there. That's a lot of fun. So check that out. And uh, yeah, Patty C's on Twitter and my other co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. He's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. And we are affiliated with the sports gambling podcast. Obviously they're on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them a follow. This is the college experience. Michigan state at Duke style. You better start thinking about yours and we out. <laughs>